I like grab the pork out with oven mitts, so I'm just like holding this flaming pork. <laughs> How do you feel about like other bones? <laughs> Be careful, <laughs> yeah. Be careful, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going on a plane tomorrow. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Bree, what, what have you been eating? And this is our last. Is this is the last one. Yep, the last one ever. You're listening to the Pepper and Me podcast around the dinner table with Cherie, Cam and Lawn, where we chat all things food and business. Welcome back to New Zealand's top food podcast. <laughs> You're here with Cherie, Lawn and Ree from Inree's Pantry Hello. today. We've got a special guest. Is that a good intro? Yeah, that was decent. Yeah, I thought that was good. I was about to yeah. say, I'm special. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I literally don't think there's any other food podcast. So a New Zealand, I, yes, we are that we're the top. officially number one New Zealand's best food podcast. There you go. We'll claim it. Yeah, we get like, we are number one in the food co- podcast world according Disclaimer, to Pepper and Me. We do not know that as a fact, but we will claim it. Don't no. not, most things not that are, most things that I claim as fact, I don't know for sure. But you just say it. If you say it with enough conviction, people yep, actually believe absolutely. you. If you walk so somewhere. once again from the top, we are the best. <laughs> we. <laughs> good. Yep. Good. Okay. I'll award you. Thank you. All right. Welcome. Thanks. Welcome to Tauranga. How was yeah. the um? How how do you find it compared to Auckland? It's wet, but it's also yeah. wet in Auckland, so it's fine. So it actually shape. feels quite Aucklandy. Yep. Yeah. Once you come out of the hills. Nice, nice. I did have a few like road rage moments, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Re, do you want to tell us a bit about what you do? I've known you for a long time. Yeah, quite a long so time now, eh? Like I was trying to figure out what year it was. I think it was like 2000. Probably five years. You reckon? Yeah. Oosh. Yeah, I'd say so. Times are flying. So you create recipes and recipe video content for some cool brands and some real big brands. You do new, new World? Did. Did New World, yeah. <laughs> I did New World. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Yeah, so well, I guess like I used to do it for a company, so I had yep. my own company that we did it for. Yep. But either side of that, I now have done it. So I built up. So I started, I had a food blog yep. after I trained to be a chef. In Ree's Pantry. In Ree's Pantry, yeah. Sorry, that's bad. Self-promo yeah. at In Ree's Pantry. Um, <laughs> started to be a chef. Couldn't hack it. Yep. I worked in a kitchen for like three months. And during my time in uni, I had a kitchen accident with my hand. Um, and then so I couldn't really use my hand properly. Okay. And Is this so, a caramel? Yeah. Yeah. Should I hold it up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. um, Have you not seen it? Have you not seen Watch her TikTok. You haven't seen my rap on the internet? She does it. What's that song? Hi. One thing about oh. me. I'm the baddest. But I was like, one thing about me, my skin melted off. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Right. I'm going to take my ring off because it's banging on the table. Um, she, yeah. <laughs> excellent. Excellent TikTok. You should do you know, that. I should do You that. should. People, it's good for trauma. Yeah. Because it kind of makes you laugh, you know? I don't have any trauma. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, I'm <laughs> So many people were like, you need to show more of your personality. So I was like, why not just dive straight into it? Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So sucked up working in the kitchen, basically. Worked as like an a la carte chef in the mornings at this cafe in the PwC building in town. Sucked. Right. Cried, hated it, couldn't cope. And then so that was when like Instagram was coming along, you know, like starting to pick up. Started in Reese Pantry and then just became like self-taught. Did some work experience, did some, like, a lot of unpaid work and then some paid work and stuff and then kind of Creating just taught myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just started, like, it was, there was a company called Bloggers Club and they basically were, like, the beginnings That's of, like... That's right, yeah. I remember that. So they were, like, OG talent managers. Yes. Oh. And we had, like, I would get a $30 Macca's voucher oh to, like, post. And I, that was my first job and I remember being, like, fuck, yeah. 
I'm made getting, it. I'm getting paid. I'm getting sponsored by McDonald's as my first <laughs> so job, good. guys. Like, oh stick aside. I wouldn't mind KFC. Um, <laughs> sure, I got sponsored by McDonald's just to play soccer. You know, when you got like Are you taking my credibility day? away. Yeah, from yeah. Me? well, you, you got you got happy meal? you got like McDonald's vouchers for being player of the day. Well, that's soccer. a decent prize nowadays. I know. I had McDonald's the other day. I wasn't a sport. Oh my gosh, it's like thirteen dollars for a happy meal. My breakfast this morning was sixteen dollars with a code. I know, I know. Have you seen the whole? This just like to completely derail your. Yeah, this is where it's going to go. Have you seen the Macca's app? sort of controversy going around where they're charging oh, people different prices. Yes. And no. so, yeah. so like you get the same loyalty. meal, the same loyalty thing, but they're charging people different amounts. So you might think you're a special person getting some deal for $16, but Joe Bloggs down the way is getting it for $13. <laughs> like they're, they're obviously segmented people who they know are going to spend money yeah. through mm. the app and they charge them more. That's me. That bit, I'm the one getting duped. Okay, hate it, and I love it. Yeah. I was going like, to say, I enough. actually just don't see an issue with it. You can charge whatever you want. Yeah, you can. Do, you know, they literally can. They're McDonald's. <laughs> if, you know, if you know that someone's going to buy something, like you just put the price up. It's supply and demand. It's like petrol. Interesting, though. It's a really interesting this discussion, is isn't it? Like, if you if you walked into a shop, you wouldn't categorise people and be like, oh, you look like you get money, I'm going to oh. charge you more. You can't do that. But that's what they've done with, like, <laughs> that's what they've done with the Macca's app and, like, the whole, actually, I heard that Mac- Macca's Monopoly promo's coming back in, like, a couple of days Did or something. Did you know if you win, you have to prove that you, or every time you got the points, so you have to have receipts for every time. Receipts? You, receipts. No I heard a woman a won, receipt. and they were like, we need all the receipts you had, so heads up if you enter next time. What is McDonald's? Te- Have you never done Macca's Monopoly? No. You scan it and it goes ding, ding, ding. Oh, no. Yeah, like a that. little... Sorry, apparently. Oh, no. I'm on the page here. And You're the odd one out. Yes, yeah, thank you. At $13 a Happy Meal, I'm certainly not going to start. People come at me... <laughs> making a lamb. Roasting a leg of lamb. Yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't burn it. Someone said that to me about my hand. me... <laughs> Trauma. No, I, I actually I had a dinner party the other night and I actually like read the comments out of the TikTok. We were just in we should do that. We need to sit you down and we need I know. To oh, maybe we'll do comments. it at the end. Do you know what I love about so that good. though? Is on TikTok, I feel like I can be ruthless with how I reply to people. Oh uh, yeah. I just like racking people up because I don't give a shit. Like one person was like, "That's not caramelized onion. That's Branston pickle." Oh, my I just commented back, going, "Who's Branston?" <laughs> and then they're like, "Branston pickle," and I was like, "Pickle what?" And they were just getting pissed off and oh, I was behind my phone, like, I know. "Yes." It brings out the keyboard warriors, and we and some. we haven't quite got into like the ruthlessly replying to these comments yet but I think it's going to come soon because oh we can't keep it together oh I just just ignore them I just don't read it like look at it as engagement but Oh god, yeah, it's so anyway, much. Anyway, anyway, anyway back finish? to McDonald's. So <laughs> no, your first paid gig. No, oh, three. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know where we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. Um, first paid gig. So I was getting paid gigs through there. At the same time, I was working in like cake shops and stuff because that was kind of like my weekend job coming out of high school. Blah blah blah. Try being a chef. Sucked. See ya, out the door, yep. not interested. And then so I was taking photos of my food. Started my blog. Had a whole journey with all of that stuff. And then everything's like self-taught. So the photography and the videography and stuff. And then so I worked for a content company and then after that started my own company, Craving. And then last year, so we're in August now, so last May I sold out of that and now I'm doing it for myself. Yourself. Mm. Yeah. So creating videos, recipes, yep. content, kind of like strategy stuff. Yep. Yeah, your videos are so great. It's Thank you. Cool. I kind of branded it on LinkedIn 
as a food and digital specialist. Oh, oh good. Nice. I like that. And when people ask, I just say, I oh, just take photos of food and yep. yeah, other good stuff. Very yeah, good. that's the swanky term. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so lots of it. I have my own, I guess, I have Andrew's Pantry, which is my own platform. Yep. And then I do it for other brands to commission. Yep. Do you... Theirs. Is that do you still run under Inree's Pantry? Is that your business name now? Yeah, it's yeah. all like under one. Yeah, that's probably channel. Easier. Do you know what I mean? Like rather than having two companies, but I have got a separate website, which is by rhiannon.co.nz. For like photography, you know? Yeah, exactly. Check it. For like if people want to contact me and use me as Rhiannon rather than Inree's Pantry. Right. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. How are you finding that? Do we ask about what's off limits? Do we ask about selling out of the company? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I know there might be some okay. details that no one answers. That's fine. How are you finding it by yourself, though? Good? <laughs> it's good. Okay. So the only thing is I am realising that I am definitely a people person. Right. And so I do struggle working at home. Like So going from having a team of mm, like six mm, of us mm. to then going back to working alone, yep. that's been a hard adjustment. Yep. But then I'm just spending my money at the local cafe literally yep. every day to get yeah. out of the house, but it actually helps my productivity. So I'd rather go smash some work out for the days I haven't got shoots on yep. because otherwise I'm just like, oh, I could do some washing. I could Be play some. Yeah, I, I, could, I could never work properly at home. It's not working. It's just so many distractions, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Yeah. And especially when you've got kids too, but it's like even like my phone and, you know, like I think attention spans are so much shorter. And now that I know that I have ADHD, I'm realising, <laughs> <laughs> recently diagnosed, um, <laughs> that my attention span obviously just doesn't respond to like no stimulate, you know, like it's, I'll yeah. do the fun part. I love doing the show. I love editing and stuff. Yeah. Invoicing, planning, mm. all of that stuff. Mm. Those are my weaknesses. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I yeah. reckon everyone who puts themselves on the internet has some form of ADHD, and then it just Actually gets worse. Though. It gets worse because you're online, like scrolling, flicking. So you like, I mean, and it's, it's your worse, job. Worse, worse. And then yeah, and then you're getting all this attention from people, so that feeds it as well. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to Michelle about it from Mint Cakery, and she's like, "We're all flock together. Yeah, so you have to be a little bit off kilter, right? And like, I yeah, think that's probably do. why we all vibe. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's extra little. What's it called? Like neurovergent." Neurodivergent Divergent. spice. I, spicy, yeah. A little We're, bit spicy. Of We're spicy. We're spicy. I feel Put like in the I've, PG-13 I'm version. Like, <laughs> Not a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like at the end of my journey with it. I'm like, I just don't want to be there anymore. You don't get to choose you if you're on, on the spectrum. No, no, oh, no, I, I thought wanna, you didn't want to choose no, if you were on the spectrum. No. And I was like, you don't get to choose. <laughs> I was like, that's just decided for you. You've no, done your seven years. I've of done my seven years of like, yeah. And I've like, yeah, I just want to... I don't want to live off grid because I don't really like farm like. Yeah, I don't want to go me. in the bush and stuff. No, Gross. but I'd like to just off grid and Greylin. <laughs> Not Greylin, no. <laughs> no. no I'm, Next I'm to a, Honeybones, I'm a pet mom. I'm the mayor of Papamo now. Are you? Someone nice. Called, Have you got a cloak? That. Someone called me that the don't other day. Give your ideas. <laughs> Do not encourage. And like, don't they have like a Do big queen necklace this. and stuff? No. Soon she'll be out on the blooming corners with a bell. Here I'll you. I'll get you a key. I'll get you a I'm key. Get a scepter. Pap key. That sounds yeah. weird though. The mayor. It was Tash. Tash was like, "Oh, you're, I heard you're the mayor of Papamo." I was like, "Oh, yeah, you know I what? am. I am." And I don't leave now. I, don't, I never go to the mountain anymore. And I was like, "Oh, do you want to go out for dinner?" I'm like, "Ah, probably not." Isn't it like ten minutes away from you? From to the Mount to Pat? Yeah. Nah, it's actually 15, 20. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> that's a trick. Yeah. No, I'm so happy in Papamoa. In my little cave over Trees there. Trees Papamoa East. 
East. Or was there something about East? No, no it's, it's just, just far. further away. Oh, okay, you're like <laughs> really East. Far. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, like fair the enough. The road to get there just doesn't stop. It literally doesn't. But I love it down there, where yeah. I'm about to immerse myself in the lifestyle. Yeah. For so Rees come to house at my house for five days and my cats. I was about yeah. to say house at the cats. The house doesn't matter. Jaeger bombs for me and the cats. Yeah. Yep. It's poor Leo. Oh, he's a big sook yeah, too, my cat. I should really Leo, know. he's a big fat slug, <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <laughs> oh, and he's very sulky. He sees my suitcase packed. He's laying on the floor with his mm, face up. Mm. Who is this Auckland ball in my uh, house? It'll only take sulking. 20 minutes and he'll be all over it, though. Like, No, he's very emotional. Um, what, do I want to change my mind? No, the cat, other cat, is the cat going to attack nah, me? In the no, 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 no. Won't attack you. It just, just might disappear. <laughs> just lay on my face. The little Good night forever. The other one. Will you at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Pippa will follow Scratch you around. Scratch at the door. Yeah, she's so she scratches at the door, even an open door. Yeah, like she just does it to get you. Just for attention. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah. I'll just start doing it back. You're like, what do you want, cat? Yeah. Want I can scratch. It's a battle of wills, though, because at 3 a.m. I'm like, I'm not getting up to open that door, but yeah, half an hour later, I just get up and open the door. I just <laughs> like the saying, treat them mean, keep them keen. Yeah, and I apply that to cats. You can't yeah. do that when the cat has been trained for like seven years for to like I just get what they want. Me and my mm. flatmate's cat, she loves me because I... Don't show it back to her. Mm. So I'll try it. You we'll just, see. just you we'll wait. We'll They're see. going to Ree's military camp this week. Okay. That's what, do you know, because when I was in Melbourne, I had um, Heart Eyes come and look after my house yeah. and he immediately took away the biscuit feeder. Uh, he's like, he controlled the food. These kids oh, are going on a domin- diet. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's putting them on a diet? <laughs> on a diet, oh. yeah. He said they're addicts <laughs> to treats. But you know it's what, like, though? There's worse, ad- worse addicts to there's me. Totally, there's totally psychology behind that because with a dog, like, you're not supposed to, like, you eat before the dog eats, mm. and like you feed them their food, all of that sort of stuff. So they know that. So they, they know that they're there. a dog. <laughs> <laughs> they, but they, there's like it's like a respect thing. Like they, they at the moment the cats don't need you to get food. Right. No. It just sits there on the floor. So, they just so I need to show them his ball yes. to be with yeah. me. Okay. Yeah. I can do this. Hmm. Anyway, okay. let's not talk Enough about cat, cat chat. Food. <laughs> yeah, number one food podcast <laughs> talking yeah. about. Sponsored by Purina. <laughs> cat food. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, anyway, what should we talk about? What we've been on your plate? eaten this week? What's been yeah. on my plate? Best thing. Lawn. Yeah. We both ended up doing a Sunday roast, yeah, didn't we? we? Did. we I would have bet you. You would have beat I me. Have. Was it a roast <laughs> off? Well, we didn't Does that sound <laughs> roast off? Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I <laughs> I've decided I'd like to start doing a roast every Sunday. I'm like, I want to do a roast. We at did my that house as a family. Sunday, yeah, because we never did it. But I'd like to start doing it. And I was like, well, Lord, maybe you could come to my house for a roast on Sundays. Yeah. Anyway, and I had this idea. I kept talking about it, but then I didn't invite Lawn. <laughs> to my roast To the family roast Well I didn't really Oh it's been a whole bloody drama Because I Because I was picking and choosing Who I wanted at my roast and Haven't you oh, only got one sibling you. I know She ripped me off right at <laughs> yeah, the start Yeah I was going to say was no picking and choosing there no. and I invited her Oh So So right, you're going to do your own <laughs> Sunday roast I know he, after Do he I get an invite me, on Sunday And I'll decide her Oh you're going to be away anyway He so. invited me after He'd already had it on He's like oh you can join too if you want Like <laughs> wasn't like you. That's a sympathy invite. That's a sympathy invite. So I did the roast for my friends and then I saw Lorne was doing exact same (laughs) dish that had a rolled pork belly in his barbecue. Oh, so you didn't do the lamb? No. Nah, nah. I can't say that anymore though. I 
I've got that porchetta in the oven absolutely nailed. It is spectacular. And Lawn's got it nailed in his barbecue. Yeah, but barbecue's better. Rotisserie barbecue. It has to, it's just, it has to be better. Yeah, well, if you don't blow it up and light it on fire, I don't yeah, even know. Literally. Yeah, literally. So, uh, I'm surprised I, uh, you still have eyebrows. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I, I caught the barbecue on fire and um, wrecked half of the pork. Well, just the crackling. The pork inside was still delicious. Yeah. But um, You could do a trauma story about this. You could do the Nicki Minaj song. I wasn't that traumatized. I was like, cool car. <laughs> it's real funny because I got the whole thing on security camera as well. Did you? my house. And like, I'm walking back to the barbecue with a beer in my hand and I see the fire coming out the side of the barbecue and I just like, ah, oh, damn it. Slowly put the beer down, turn around, walk off to go grab like oven mitts and tongs and stuff to try save this pork, turn around, walk back and the fire's like tripled in size. You're in and like 0.5 I turn speed. Around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> cool, calm and collected. Haley's inside like screaming at me because there was a gas bottle sitting under the barbecue and like everyone was kind of freaking out but not knowing what to do. And I just cared about the pork, so I opened the lid, and the fire <laughs> literally was hitting the roof. So the fire would have been like two meters high or something, or like a meter and a half. You need high to put that footage roof. on TikTok. I know I it's do. so good. He's got the whole video from. And like all I care there. about is the pork. The kids are sitting there throwing the ball for the dog, like a meter and a half away from the barbecue, <laughs> absolutely clueless about what's Perfectly going warm. on. Yeah, I like grab the pork out with oven mitts, so I'm just like holding this flaming pork, <laughs> <laughs> trying to blow it out <laughs> while the flames are hitting the roof of everything else. One of the guys that we had around was trying to hit the fire with a tea towel. To put it out and I'm like that's not gonna work but yeah I um I think Men. you probably want the pork luckily though I did um chicken wings on the um on the Weber kettle at the same time so we had chicken wings what did you put delicious. on them so I did fryer fry and blow my coals nice um and I mean fryer has got kind of blow my coals in it anyway but I just added more in there and man grind and um they were really, really yum. And the fryer mm. kind of made them a little bit bready, almost almost deep fried-ish kind of on the outside because of the fryer texture. And I guess there's enough fat in that, you know, on the skin that would yep. kind of absorb into the yep. crumb. And really hot on the Weber, so it was like 250 degrees or something. So it was really, really hot to get it crispy. Um, nice smoke flavor, really, really yum. So nailed the wings. And I don't even like bone-in chicken. You know what say. I was about to say? Do you I know do not like bone what I don't get is people who don't like bones with their meat. I don't like, I like, I like the bone and the mini drums but the wing part I don't like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's How do you feel about, it. like, other bones? I was thinking about, like, lamb racks or, like... Because <laughs> some people yeah, just no, won't... They'll, them. like, cut their meat off the bone because they don't yeah. want to touch the bone. Oh, no, I'll, like, love the bone on meat, but the, that wing part is, like... Yep. They're kind know. of spindly. I just don't really get it. I don't yeah. really get it. No, fair. Yeah. yeah. I love a nibble. You know, it's like... <laughs> little chicken nibble. Nibble, nibble yeah, on a bone. It can be your slogan. Loves a nibble. Yeah, a nibble on a bone. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. Until <laughs> the house goes down. <laughs> toothpick wings stuck in my teeth. Give me a big old <laughs> bone. <laughs> Any day. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> If we're saying the chicken wing bone is big, then we might have to have some conversation. No, no, the chicken wing bone is small, but I love the big bone on a um, on a um, ribeye. Oh, you know? we've gone, we've just gone oh. from this big to yeah, put a ribeye on the plate. That's from bit, bit of me. Have you seen how they plate it? They do it at Bossy, and they did it. Have you watched the bear on Disney? Oh no, very good. But they have like the big ribeye. They slice it up, and they just have the bone. Sitting on my top arm's of it the or bone. like... Right, bone on the plate. 
bone erect. Straight oh. right up. And then they have the sliced meat all around it. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Isn't that quite strange? Yeah. What are you meant to do with the bone? Lay it on it's a plate nicely. No, but like it's just sticking up there. Is it just for presentation or who's is be, it just like yeah, a fight to who gets off. to nibble off the bone? I reckon it's so everyone else at the restaurant looking around can see the bone sticking out and go, oh, that person spent a shitload That's of money. BBE. Does that stand for anything <laughs> yeah, wrong? Yeah, big, yeah, bone big bone energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just need to see these things, eh? It's yep. like I always say about people sitting in like premium economy or like first class. Like, I can't relate. It actually doesn't make sense for them to get on the plane first. No, not it at all. It makes sense for them to get on last because they're actually at the front of the plane. And they don't have the povos. And they can past, wait. And like me. Exactly. They could wait in Kuru till. Till they Sipping on their and come on last last minute because they don't want to sit there for half an hour. But the thing is, they do want to sit there for half an hour because they need they need every povo to walk past to see them, them. to oh. to be seen absolutely in or premium economy. That's the only reason Dabbing they put with them their on the plane first. And... Like, oh, I'm actually much better than everyone Sorry. else on this plane. Yeah, look Sorry. at my cheese board I've that's coming over there. You're I've only played... walking on, and I'm already watching my movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm in I'm the end scene. Got my bottle of Dom. Like they could, they absolutely. don't even want to be on the plane. There. No one likes sitting on a plane for half an hour before. They go no you know it's literally so people can see it which is the same thing about the bone interesting and i'm not okay, saying so it's we wrong. go i'm not saying it's i was wrong. Like, like where is this going i'd but love to be sense. in first class with everyone walking past me but I'm i not. can imagine other things i could spend 20 grand on mm. true mm. true but hey yep. anyway, anyway sugar daddy we're looking for you so we can fly first class yeah. so. i i'm going on a plane tomorrow Oh, shut up. Who cares? <laughs> Rhi, what, what have you been eating? What, what's been on your plate? We can give you your plane moment. It's okay. But I will not be going I'm first class first class, or anything other than cattle class because it's just such an ins- exorbitant amount of money. And the reality is I feel like you're going to feel like shit at the end anyway. Nah, you probably feel so great. Yeah, no, I'm lying. Like you've been at a 10-star health retreat. When I went to Europe when I was 21, we stayed with some family and their friends came over and they were like we were staying in the most beautiful house off of Oxford Street in London and they were like oh we flew first class had a high tea I slept nine hours I just felt and I did my rose hip skincare and all this and I'm sitting there eye twitching yep. legs so swollen because my compression socks didn't work sleep for, like, you... for all of five seconds yeah literally I'm like yeah. one day one yeah. day Wonder. I'll know what that feels like I'm still waiting yep. yeah the bank account's not reflecting it just yet no. No. oh anyway all right Plate. Oh, well, so that's been in my plate too, the big pork. But I did a, um, I've been getting into the collie and broccoli bake, but roasting. So mm-hmm. roasting broccoli and cauliflower. It and makes the um, cauliflower taste so good. So it much better. So good. So much better. And I don't stir the sauce through, I actually just pour it on top, it on top. and then some like gruyere and breadcrumbs on top, Ooh. and then in the oven. And I've. Not gonna lie though, I don't love roasted broccoli as much as I love roasted cauliflower. Yes. Also, yeah. how do we feel about broccoli, right, set the scene, in a tomato sauce for like a pasta? No. The yak, right? I can't stand the idea of the tomato getting in the little head. Oh. I quite like a creamy lemon broccoli. Yeah, a creamy sauce I'm here for. Yeah, it, absolutely. It suits nicely with the broccoli, lemon, chilli. Like kind of you get that Brussels sprouty kind of taste when broccoli's overcooked. You know what I mean? Like your like, grandma's cooked it. And I just, that's all I could think it would taint the tomato sauce. It actually like does, because I made a pasta here the other day. Mm. The worst pasta I've ever made in my life. I just didn't know what direction I was going with it. I, w- I wanted to do creamy lemon. Yeah. I had chorizo, so I was chorizo, bro- and I was like broccoli. Oh, but then right. I put a few tins of cherry tomatoes in there as oh, well. Oh, she fucked it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put two whole heads of broccoli in there, and it literally just, it was creamy and tomatoey and 
treat Zoe and then it just the whole thing tastes like broccoli and then people sit we like your staff sitting oh, there just smiling and I had and to use macaroni time. can I just oh, say yeah. macaroni is the worst shape of pasta ever to be invented followed on the by penne followed closely by penne I pinne. can't stand oh, right you know penne I didn't have anything to cancel now I do the pinne. macaroni <laughs> macaroni elbow can actually get out it is a terrible shaped pasta it's good for nothing except macaroni what's your favourite then <laughs> <laughs> this is the aggro Spirals? eight. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> if it's a, okay, different. Should we say pasta, it on three? Different. No, because different pastas have different uses. So I, my favorite is a spiral for a pasta salad. Yeah. Because that gives the best. Yeah, like, that's the only thing that's on form with macaroni. Like, what else are you going to use macaroni or penne for? There's a pasta salad. Shells. So the best for a pasta salad. Now nah, penne in a pasta oh. salad, you don't really get it all in one. No, no but that's nah. why we're saying we don't like it. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Spirals, spirals, spirals are best for a pasta salad. Macaroni can go on macaroni cheese, but I don't like macaroni cheese. So meh, what? Meh, meh, yeah, mm. don't like it. Really? I liked it? Yeah. Why? The don't texture? Know. Yeah, just not for me. Stodge. I got real sick off like that b- b- beef brisket. No, beef cheek barbecue. One day I'd done oh, a mac, mac and cheese and I was horrifically and ill and I've not been able to touch it since. Yeah, I don't think it would have been that that made you horrifically ill. No, but drinking it's just... the day before or something. No, it was. I got food poisoning. <laughs> oh, yeah. staff party. Food poisoning. Yeah, so it was a staff party. <laughs> no, the day of the staff party, I couldn't even go. I got sent oh, home my from my own staff party. Goodness. wasn't happy. Um, <laughs> uh, my favourite pasta shape for a normal pasta would be pappardelle or rigatoni. Oh, mine's a bit juvenile if I come in with mine now. What? Bow ties. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bow tie so much. And do you know why? Because it gets a little bit undercooked in the middle. Uh, and I love it so much. We've cancelled bow ties before now, because of that. No, we don't mind I've forgotten bow tie. and now I've exposed oh, myself. No, but that belongs in a pasta salad. Right, sorry, I'll call it farfalle and then it sounds like more bougie. Or like a hot pasta. Yeah. Hot, okay. Then you're like, okay, fuck to me. To me, immediately goes in a pasta salad. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I'll try mm. it. I'll try it. I don't hate it. <laughs> macaroni, though. Out the gate. Macaroni anyway. in a pot? Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Worst that was... <laughs> Cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I'll finish the lyrics there. <laughs> that was the worst pasta I've ever made in my life. And then I burnt, bought, burnt the whole thing oh, to the bottom did. and I That's reheated right. it. So it had like, the whole thing tasted like burnt. So anyway, in the bin. And that was a sure sign that I need to go on holiday. And I'm actually done. And you're going to go try good pasta all... as a refresher. What, what it should taste like. As well. oh, I'm just in a mood today. Oh, honestly, oh. I'm just in an absolute mood with everything. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think I'm just really stressed because I'm leaving the kids for three weeks and it's not like it's not really, it's, I'm not entirely comfortable about it. Mm. And so I'm just like trying to organize everything. I've cooked every single meal, I've done meal plans, lunchbox plans, everything, but it's like a long time to be away. And then I've, I've, I'm also worried, this is going to sound really ungrateful, but obviously I've been, this is work, like given mm. this trip, which is incredible and like literally my dream job, but I've not been able to choose anything that I'm doing. Mm. So I'm just nervous. Oh, it's an organized thing. Yeah, so I I'm see. nervous about what I'm doing. I'm nervous about being on the bus for that long. I'm like, I'm uh, there's things that I would want to do in Europe. This is my first time going to Italy and I like, all I want to do is swim in the ocean and there's mm. nowhere I can swim in the ocean on the trip. Really? Yeah, and just like, I think, that's real dumb, I know. I, I will enjoy it, but there's less like a lot of things to be stressed about. Best friend would be electrolytes and a neck pillow. Yeah. Neck I pillow. was so ghetto in Kentucky and I was twenty one, so it's fine, I'm excusing it. But I forgot to take a neck pillow, so mm. I would get my pajama pants, put Roll them, them in my up. yeah, and yeah. use them as a pillow. 
But it was fine because everyone else was like completely off their chops in the back of the yep. bus. So no one was worried about my PJ no, pants. No. No. Everybody else was probably doing exactly the same. Exactly. You just didn't notice. We were fine together, exactly. Yeah. And um, my friends are placing a sweepstakes on which day me and my boyfriend will break up on. Oh, <laughs> what have you? Do you I was going to say, do you have a guess? But you probably shouldn't have a guess. <laughs> It'll be the blimmin. It'll be, how are you getting to Auckland? Well, I don't even I don't even know if we're going to make it on the car ride. Right I was about to say, you drive it because like, you'll... you'll you won't even make it on the plane. He texted me this morning. He's like, we may want to invest $80 to pay for separate seats. <laughs> so Just for a bit of space. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then we like laugh, laugh, laugh. And I'm like, oh. Why don't you just switch seats with someone on the bus? You say, I don't know who this stranger is. I there. know. Yeah, it's going to be make or break. You're acting like they know me. It's really weird. Every, like, <laughs> you need to vlog the whole thing. I should, eh? I'm like, really uh, Day one oh, on my Italy trip. Oh, I'll, do, yeah, I'll make her close friends and I'll just block them from it. And oh, I'll be like, <laughs> day one. You should do a TikTok <laughs> series that's like, is this the day I break up with my boyfriend? <laughs> day one. <laughs> you need to do the whole thing that they do on all the live streaming platforms at the moment where the, like, the live chat dictates what you do. So you like go like live, AI or something. yeah. You go live and you'd be like, "All right, what are we doing today?" And everyone in the chat will like vote on what you're doing and how you treat him. <laughs> oh god! So today you have to treat him really nicely, and you're sitting there pissed off as anything. But everyone's told you to treat him nicely. But on the days where you feel like being nice, they want to. Fuck yeah, you a yeah. Bit. They're just like, nah, slap him. <laughs> we Push don't need. We don't need any help. <laughs> no, it's gonna be calm. It's gonna be beautiful. You'll I come did back say, I'm like, God, if we're going to like the best place in the world to eat the best food in the world, if we manage to argue while we're over there. That's just not good. This will be a good test of your relationship, that's for sure. I know, I know. Good or bad. It will be very interesting. We're just very, like, I'm not a fiery person usually, but for some reason we just, like, grate each other, eh? It just comes out. But it's quite, it's just different because it does it in a good way too because it's challenging and I've, like, never really been challenged like that before. Okay. And I do like, I do think I've grown a lot. I've learned a lot. I'm becoming sceptical of your trip. That's right. That's right. (laughs) We'll keep it. We'll all have our eyes yeah. peeled. Yeah, we might be there on tour on the bus. Who knows? Oh, we'll come back with some stories. Might be. We'll all... be the one they will talk about I in can't twenty wait years. For, I can't wait for episode one of season two <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah. Sheree tells all. <laughs> Heart Sheree eyes didn't come home. Eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could go either way. You will either be all like loved up and like all like all couple photos oh. everywhere, and it's like. Boyfriends of Instagram vibes. Oh, yeah, people go pretty hundies, eh? Like, some people go hundies on the couple's photos. You're just going to have a couple. Because what, you know, if it does end, it's really you not want him to be in all your photos. You know, yeah, you have to go back you don't want him in the photo book in 2043 oh, if you're not together anymore. And the kids true. are like, Mum, who's that? Yeah, true. <laughs> just make sure you have some posts. Or just, we'll just photoshop just sounds a piece like of commitment pasta. issues. Who, <laughs> oh, me? Yeah, just no, not it's committing. future planning. Oh, future, future planning. Future planning. Future planning, commitment issues. And then if you do stay together that long, you have got some photos. <laughs> yeah, true. Otherwise, it's hot girl summer. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. Remarketing. Remarketing. Right. <laughs> anyway, it's all positive. It's all, all positive. It's all positive. You can't really go too wrong either yeah. way. Yeah. But anyway, so that's that's what's been on our plate. What's been on your plate, Rhea? What's been on my plate? Have you been I, I wrote down a couple. What okay. have I been cooking or eating? Both. That's anything. Lead to the same thing. Um, okay, well, the few things I've had out mm-hmm. recently that I've been introduced to. So I've had a couple. Korean hot dogs are my new favourite thing. Oh, we wanted to try God, I love them. them. So I got oh. one the other day. What? Cheese chunks and sausage chunks on a stick. And then they, they batter it like a corn it. dog, yeah. like a battered hot dog. Yeah. And then they coat it in things like, like crispy stuff. Potatoes, kumara, ramen. Yeah, like and like deep fry it again deep or something. Deep fry it, toss it, it in sugar, put on honey mustard, you mayo. You can put whatever sauces you want. They get like 
like mayo and um, sweet and spicy, sweet sauce, spicy QP. sauce. Yeah. Let me just say they're huge. It's yeah, not the cutest sounds, thing to eat. Yeah, but in we don't have them here in Tauranga. That don't you? No. No, we get nothing here. No, we've. Wow. But yeah. that sounds fun. I feel like, yeah, they're so good. And the other day, so I got this ramen one, and it said it was made with migoreng. Yep. So it had this half sausage, half cheese, coated migoreng. They put the seasoning. The woman looks at me. Okay, I'm trying not to be insulted. She goes, this is quite spicy. <laughs> and I said, how spicy? She goes, quite spicy. Maybe do you want just half the seasoning? <laughs> and I said, yes. And then she didn't put any on. Oh. Oh, I was like, I'm not that vanilla. Yeah. But, I, but it had like the mayo, crispy so onions. Yum. Yeah. It was just so delicious. And when I first tried it, we had the one that had kumara and then it was tossed in sugar yep. and then had the sauces. Oh, and it sounds so strange having Kransky sugar, potato or whatever. Yep. God, they're good. Like, they're so delicious. So if you can get your hands on a Korean mm. hot dog. It was on my to-eat list in Melbourne. They, they are bringing them uh, all over New Zealand. They're bringing this chain over. It's called oh. uh, Nunu Chicken or Nunu something. It's very similar to that. Nunu they, a word they for have like, uh, It's yes. Korean yeah. chicken. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, they do it. the hot dogs. Was it in the dogs? news the other day? Yes, it was. And I remember seeing the chain store in Melbourne, and I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they'll be everywhere soon. They're really banging. I've only ever had them at, so oh, we went chicken. to a shop, but then this one that I had the other day was at a night market. Right. Night markets are chaos. I almost want to say that night markets should be cancelled because it's so stressful. I don't, it's stressful. I, I like the whole sort of like, um, you know, food caravan kind of like alleyway thing, but night markets are a different vibe for me. Do you guys know where Henderson is? Yes. Let me paint the scene. <laughs> <laughs> In Henderson. Yeah. In the car park, yeah. it's chock-a-block, yep. smoke wading through, yes. people with their sausages, their kids, everything, and you just have to wade through, like you're swimming through the crowds, and, and to wait 15 to minutes for my sausage, someone nearly knocks it out of my hand. Oh. Yeah. It's, and there's nowhere to sit. There's nowhere to sit. So we felt, we did find that at the Queen Vic night market, yeah. and we got the food, and we're like, and you're standing there awkward. Yeah, by the time you get two foods, they're both cold. Yeah. Like, or do you sit down and have one food? Like, and you try and meet up and go, like, you go sort yours, yeah. I'll sort mine. Then it's yeah. like finding each other in the crowd yeah. and it's not yeah. like glamorous or movie-like at all. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite stressful. Hustle and bustle. So, yeah. Well, in the Gardens in Hamilton, hopefully they still do it or we'll bring it back in summer or something. Mm. But that's epic because it's like a big like circle of grass with food trucks the whole way around the outside and you just sit in the sun in the middle on the grass. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's like not, dinner I'm in the domain. I'm just not like a sit right. on the grass person. Okay. It's all right if there's, um, you can take a picnic you know, take blanket, blanket, blanket and stuff. Yeah, take a picnic than, blanket. Bit of an Auckland uh, process, okay, gee. All the old people <laughs> take their little, um. stick to restaurants, Yeah, right? I will. <laughs> Three star and above. No, okay. <laughs> But premium, yes. premium economy. Yeah. Yeah. I premium have economy. I have like first class taste on low economy budget. You know that's my problem. So is it called champagne taste on a um, Cody's budget? <laughs> champagne taste. Yeah, I'm from cruises. West Auckland. Yeah, literally. This <laughs> is something I don't know what the word is. It's, it's not. I I've heard it too. Yeah. Whatever's like low of the low. Yeah. I can't remember. Meagle Ring, maybe. Good saying. And then there's two cafes that I've been hitting up a lot. So I've got one local called Neil, and it's just so cute and wholesome, and they don't do very much, and they started kind of as a coffee bar doing toasts. And then, so it's owned by this lady, Ella, and her husband, Oliver, and he used to be on Shorten Street, Oliver Driver. Oh, yeah. Really tall, and, like, you can hear his voice from a mile away, and you're like, oh, my God, I watched you on the telly when I was, like, 10. Um, Who was he? Who did he play? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> 
He's one of the producers now, or is oh, the producer? Something like that. Because okay. every now and then his car's parked outside and it's got the Shortland Street stickers yeah. on it. Oh, wow. Um, but it's really wholesome. The barista, like, knows your order by name. Neil. Neil. Yeah. Where is it? Teatatu Peninsula. And so that I'm going there li- literally twice a week now because that's my spot to go work. and, like, work. But they've mm. had Broke Boy Taco pop up there. Uh, hey, Hey Chicken, which, have you guys ever heard of Passa Passa? The place no. from Auckland. No. So they do really yummy, like Italian, modern Italian food truck right. food sort of yeah. thing. And so they've started Hey Hey, like the chicken off Moana. Um, and they do all these like massive fried chicken sandwiches and stuff. Um, and then the other one is Duo, which is in Birkenhead. And they actually just won top cafe oh, Metro, yeah. in the Metro Awards. And it's kind of like, I wouldn't say fine dining, but cafe food if it could be. You know, it's more tailored. They do like this really delicious lemony, herby, smashed avocado on toast. And lots of their brunches are on a single piece of toast. Right. Yeah. And so they do like tuna tartare, like fresh on the toast and stuff like that. And they open for dinner. And they're about to open a pasta place next door called Uno. Mm. So it's really cool. It's like cool family vibes, but a bit chic. The only thing is it's quite small. So Toasts to... are a real vibe at the moment, eh? Mm. Do you know what I don't like, though, is the people who are trying to make the kumara slices oh, and the toast. toaster into a toast? That's not toast. Wait, what? Yeah, I've seen people, so they cut you a kumara lengthways. Well, you they toast turn their like toaster yeah, sideways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then they put their peanut butter and stuff on that. On, on, on kumara toast. Yeah. It's not a bad gluten-free option, but if I was gluten-free, I'd just have it on a hash brown. A rosti. Yeah. Right. Yep, yep, a exactly. Flat. A latke. <laughs> a latke. Oh, yeah, I saw those. I love a good latke. Yeah, it's a very good dish, actually. I love what well, I saw the same thing you saw with yes. the salmon and From t- Messy Jessie. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's If you're great. looking for a latke recipe. She's, she's excellent. I'm really enjoying her content, actually. So, yeah, that's a good spot. And then oh. there's one place I'm excited that's opening. A friend is opening a pasta deli. So you don't go in and eat there, but you can go in and buy your fresh buy pastas, pasta. your pasta sauce, your sourdough and uh, stuff. So that's going to be stretchy. So that opens in Westmere in a couple of weeks. So that's going to be oh, really cool. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Like explain, like, mm. well, no, what's the word? Spoiler, you just can't eat there. Yeah. Okay. You yep. know, you imagine you swan in with yeah. your, like. Can you buy bow ties? For a second there, I was like, I don't have a suit to wear a bow tie with, but <laughs> you like, like real. I'm gonna ask. Bow ties. You know what? No, she did make bow ties because I did content with her. Oh. She made bow ties. So there you go. Auckland <laughs> thinks bow ties are cool. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's a cool. I feel like Auckland's always got new places opening, mm. but I do find myself gravitating towards the ones I know are good. Yeah. yeah. Like Honeybones, let's say, is like. Absolutely one of my top favourite cafes in yeah, Auckland. Yeah, I agree. You really can't go wrong there, eh? Apparently they changed owners. They did, but no one, it, no one knew. It's the food's still sensational. Exactly. It was a few years ago, I think. Yes. Yeah, still top it's of the list. It's delicious. What's your favourite dinner restaurant in Auckland? What's my favourite dinner restaurant? I really like, so I've been to Bivaco a couple of times recently. Yes, do you like it? Delicious. See, I love it too. I was about to say, did you not like no, it? I loved it. I thought it was great. It but was everyone so on good. TikTok was like, <laughs> Really? Yeah. And then I, my other favourite's Onzo. I still haven't been to Onzo. But I sent two friends there and they both come back and said they hated it. No. Yeah, some was um, uh, two people. And they've both been like, mum was like, I'm sorry, that was actually super average. I was like, oh, well, I feel terrible for Awkward. sending you there. Um, but they loved Paris Butter. He reckoned that was I went there insane. and did a degustation a few years ago, but they're not really like – Around Andiamo's really good. I really love the vibes at Andiamo. Yeah, that's quite cool. Yeah. These are quite like obviously slightly more expensive. We had an amazing meal at Origin in Commercial Bay. Oh, I haven't I, heard of the that. potato puree. It's opened by Ben Bailey. Yeah, and it used to be Saxon and Parole. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I think they went under or something. Yeah. But this potato puree would have easily been 50% potato, 50% butter. Perfect. Holy, I can't even explain how delicious it is. Amazing. Everything's so expensive. Let's okay. just put it out there. It's okay. it's not somewhere you're going, you might just go for a plate of potato. Yep. It would be worth <laughs> it. Okay. Um, and it was beautiful, beautiful. But there are so many places, but... I don't know. There's not lots I go back to. Like, I, I'm one of those people where it needs to be super memorable. Yeah. For me to keep, and I need to do my little happy food dance, you know? Like, I went to the French cafe for a, a Christmas party a few years ago. Totally forgettable. Yeah, right. agreed. And it's supposed yeah. to be the top restaurant in Auckland. Interesting. I don't know if it is anymore, though. Yeah. I don't know. And this was I before think, Sid um, Sarah Mr. Morris, took over. I think Mr. Morris is now. Is now the top yeah, one. Yeah, and I didn't write that. <laughs> It's so interesting. So maybe isn't I just it? have because, no idea. And that's why I don't know what to trust on the internet. I think, well, there's the internet and then there's like food reviewers, but I think, like with Amersfield and all the other places mm. like that, you have to, they're judging on the whole experience. Atmosphere. Whereas me, I'm judging on the bite of food that goes into my mouth. Absolutely. And that's why I'm just as happy at a train station or at, at having a $10 plate of dumplings. I was going to say Eden noodles or. Those tastes are just sensational. Exactly. So, I, I mean, good service is great, but I don't. You don't need to spend. I don't a need all the other things. No. I don't need a hundred dollar plate. I don't need like, the best wine like, in the world. Exactly. You know, you so can have an amazing dinner for twenty five yeah. bucks. Not even. So I can appreciate all around, but sometimes, like Mr. Morris, there was two of the canapes. I was like, this doesn't even taste nice. I've got. So would you rather? Nice mouth, would you be more likely to go back somewhere if the service was bad or the food was bad? So say the food was banging, but the service was bad, or the service was incredible and the food was average. Oh, well, I would never go back if the food was bad. Mm. But if the service is bad, it's a massive put-off as well. Exactly, because the food could be amazing. But if but the service is bad... It depends what you're paying for, because you get terrible service at Dominion Road mm. dumplings. You know <laughs> you're, you're going to you know get shouted at. Absolutely. See, but you got Yeah, so we'd always go back there, because you know that's what you're in for. Mm. But you're not paying hundreds of dollars for either. Like you're paying experience. literally... The cheapest. Absolutely. Know, totally put their prices up recently. Have they? Yeah, actually, I was just thinking it's probably double that now. But when we used, used to, to go, we used to have this Cheap Eats Club in Auckland. And we go around, they used to do the top Cheap Eats in Auckland. Mm. There was a hunt list of 100 places yeah. across the city that you could get a real good meal for under mm. 20 bucks. And got, I don't, know, I don't know if you'd be able to do it now. We used to get a place of dumplings at Barilla for like $12. It was $12. And there was about yeah. 15 dumplings yeah. on the plate. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So Pretty sure it's... More now. Maybe not twice that much, but it's definitely more expensive. $18, I Inflation tings. Fair, though. Well, they just still... got too busy. Yeah. Too many people go there, and what happens when like you're too four... busy? Put your prices up. Four there gorilla is. locations now? There's is one there? in Milford, oh. two, on, two on, Dominion on Dominion Road, yeah. and there's another one somewhere as well. Yeah. So they're okay. smashing it. Yeah. They are smashing it. It's always, you know, it's just all, it's the best dumplings I've ever had. By far. Even if sure. they're like, you know, made on a on a milk crate in the garden. Outside, yeah. <laughs> You don't care. You I know, don't you don't care, care about that. I don't that. think it's like that nah. anymore. But I don't care about the service there. But if you go to, I don't know, oh, like I went to a place locally at Bayfair and had horrifically bad service and I probably will never go back there now. Because mm. it's so off-putting. Well, I, uh, yeah. And it, well, it's not that they were busy. They were dead. Mm. It was those little things that you like get real like gnarly about. I remember like, going to Good Brothers think? when it first opened and we had Noki and it was the worst Noki I think I've ever had in my entire life. And my friend said, like, call the person over because I am a little bitch. Um, and <laughs> Non-confrontational. Yeah, non yeah, yeah non-confrontational the, in the slightest. And she was like, hey, this Noki is so chewy and so dry. And he's like, okay, just let me go talk to the chef. 
And so she he goes off, comes back. The chef says, this is what Noki's meant to be like. Oh. And then she's like, well, my friend's a chef. And she, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and the, just own it. I think, yeah. like, what's one plate of Noki yep. to you guys? Yes. Just be like, come Sorry. back. Rather than doing damage control when we're yeah. shitty at how bad the service yep. was and our meal. Yep. And that's what I feel like, too. No matter how much money you're spending for food, it should be a good meal. Whether it's $15 yep. or $150. Like, people's money is people's money. Mm. It's a real thing in chef culture because chefs are so arrogant. So arrogant. That you, it's so deeply ingrained to be like, tell them to rah! You know, like, it's oh, just yeah. the way they are. But I think when you, on a rare occasion, you know, that's what separates the great restaurants from Absolutely. most is that they don't have that arrogance and that anger they and just that carry on, on you just like absolutely hey yeah here we go I'll make you a new one or if they yep. don't like that perhaps you could try something else like so. everything yeah. on Gordon That's... Ramsay's um old like the um Hell's Kitchen or whatever where they go and try and fix all the kitchens mm. I kind of want to do that as a job oh, mm. but like if anyone wants every, me to come to the restaurant every <laughs> restaurant that they go to like every single person there is like no nah, my, my food's stubborn the best. It's Oven. like the family yeah, business yeah. from yep. 50 years ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now my food's the best. I've, I've had the best pizza in town. It's like, well, then why is your restaurant empty and yeah. why are you bleeding? Yeah, money? absolutely. It must be something that just gets ingrained in chefs, eh? Like, because I used to be like that too. Yeah. It take, it's, it's, it's taken me a long time to, like, break that down and mm. now be like, God, like, I, it's such a powerful thing to be able to admit – and you're openly wrong. admit when you're wrong. That's a life there lesson is, and a like, half. That is a life lesson and a half, eh? When you realise the power when you're wrong. of not denying th- or trying to mm. change blame and now it's probably the quality I respect most in other people. Absolutely. Mm. Is when they're like, oh, I've actually stuffed that up massively. Here's what I can do to Self-reflection, it. everything. Rather, if someone's like, oh, that wasn't me, you're like... Ownership. No respect at all. That's yeah. one of our company... Yeah, um, ownership and uh, it's one of our top mistake. four. What were they called? Not morals, like uh, core values. Core values mm-hmm. of our business because that just that's yeah, such a such a big thing. There's a lot more power in that. And yeah. humans make mistakes, and that's something you have to learn. Mm. Is like I'm gonna make mistakes. Yeah, it's how you handle them. And as a boss. Mm. Because, like, I, I see people as human, right? Things happen. Obviously, if it's, like, disastrous, you need to figure out a plan of action mm. and how to fix it. But in business, shit's going to happen. You just, it, it's oh, just how you handle it. Is it, like, the whole, like, food culture? Because when you start, like, your, I don't know, washing dishes or doing, like, the prep stuff mm. and you get, like, hammered if you do something wrong. And so the whole way through, you're, like, trying to... Not, not do, do something wrong. wrong. It's the and anxiety when, of making a mistake. Exactly. Absolutely. Whereas, yeah, probably. Whereas if you're if, if somebody makes space. something wrong, well, I'd call it a safe space, call it whatever. If you've got a supportive boss that kind of takes it a little bit differently and doesn't like rip your head off and mm. not, I don't know, deep frying the chips properly or whatever it is that you're on, like, is it just the this chef or kitchen culture? I don't, I don't know. know. It's certainly a, a learned. Changed. It's a, certainly a learned behaviour of like when I was sixteen working in a kitchen. That's what you listen to those chefs in their forties like yep. mouthing off, yeah. and that yeah. that like put it back, put it yeah. back. Customer can yeah. this, and like you don't know what you're doing. Oh, he's ordered a medium well steak. He's a you know, yeah. He doesn't know what, what good food is. Yeah. you know, yeah, like yeah. you just have this such negative, negative. I, I experienced it in ingrained. a cafe, a local cafe by me the other day, and I ended up yeah. messaging them because I was like, I can see he was stressed. Mm. Yeah, but your whole cafe can hear what he's saying. Mm. Yeah, he's changing the atmosphere. I don't really want to come back if that's how your staff are being yeah. treated because yeah. that's not respectful for, yep. to anyone. Mm. Yep. It's not healthy. 
Yeah. But those are always the chefs that are just assholes and don't well, grow. The, you know, they're, they're never cats. the best chefs. Exactly. You know, like I think Hello Beastie is a prime example of that open kitchen mm. that runs flawlessly without a bloody word being spoken. Mm. But you know, the guy there on the plating up the entrees and like doing the desserts, he's the owner. And like mm. he's in there. Working just his butt off. Working his butt off and then just watch it. But he doesn't have to say anything, you know. He's like they've got that communication that and standards. Silence commands respect far more Absolutely. than yeah. the yeah. mouthing off does and the shouting does. Because everyone's getting defensive mm. and yeah, I can't deal with confrontation, pretty... so it's good working for yourself because you don't have to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> well. That's my life lesson. Avoid it. <laughs> No. What's your star sign? Gemini. Oh, really? I oh. don't know enough about star signs, so right. I don't think I'm very Gemini-y. So we're Aquarius and our instinct is to, like, avoid confrontation at all costs. That's and, interesting. Like, it sits quite true. Oh, yeah. With, um, but, um, yeah, like, Gemini... She knows not so much. You're supposed to be like two-faced and stuff, but yeah. I see it as um, – I'm not two-faced. <laughs> I see it as a, a split that I have an introverted side and an extroverted side. I think that's how I would see my two presentations, as ah, like I feel like I sit in the middle of the board. Interesting. Yeah. But I think that is something I've learned in my experience with business and even in life. If things – if there's hard conversations to have, it's better to have them now than cause yourself – anxiety, whether oh, you're the absolutely. one in the wrong or not yeah. for another two weeks because yep. it's only stressing you out. You kind of have to just I be know. like, this sure. is going to be a hard discussion mm. no matter when I have mm. it, so why not just get it over and done with so yeah. I can breathe rather than letting it eat me up for Yeah, well, we know months. that, though, but acting on it isn't as easy yeah. as it's hard. doing that. And you can't really get away with like having a shot of tequila every time you have to have a hard <laughs> conversation. Uh, <laughs> that's one place that's a good time. <laughs> Ghost donkey. Ghost donkey. I got oh, yeah. absolutely plastered and it was too easy and their tequila is so good and they've I got snacks and the music. Yeah, it's not somewhere I would go to eat, like just to eat and have a meal, but if you want somewhere fun to go in town before you go out or you want a bit of a right. vibe, Ghost Donkey's Ghost amazing. Donkey. I like, never go to Auckland anymore. Yeah. I don't know why. I used to go there all the time. Now I'm like never there. It's because you're Pat Mayer. Pat I'm Pat Beast. Mayor of Pat Beast. Yeah, I never leave. Sorry, Pat Beast exclusively. Yeah. We're taking oh, over Pat. Yeah, that's my domain. <laughs> We've got borderlines. That's my, um, what do you call it when you vote? That's my... Your... your oh, your... Uh, electoral... Electorate. Oh, that's my electorate. Your electorate. <laughs> your electrolyte. Yeah. <laughs> right. Have we got anything else? Oh, I just wanted to briefly talk about the um, peaching, the peaches oh. marketing. Uh, as a viewer on the outside, this was highly entertaining. Um... Do we have to? No, we don't have... No, I, I just... <laughs> I'm going to say... I'm going to get myself in trouble. Um... <laughs> I'm going to have to really think about what I say here. So they sent out the peach peach iced tea, the peach tins of peaches peach and like lollies. little mysterious quotes and it came from no one and it's all this mystery and everyone's sharing it. And then there's a few people who like thought they were being threatened <laughs> and someone called the police. Are you joking? <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Well, they and weren't like... They were suggestive but they weren't directed, no, well, right? No, I know. I'm just saying like, is that not... This is why people hate influencers. I know you won't because be there, but can you, I know who? <laughs> you have put your name on an influencer marketing list. Absolutely. Because you want to be an influencer. People send you stuff. Oh, my God, I'm getting a death threat. I need to call the police. Like, you are literally the problem with the world today. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I actually couldn't deal. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I just. That's kind of surprising, <sighs> though. 
Do you agree or disagree? It's shocking. I, if I'd, like, there's no way that the thought that that was threatening, as someone who saw what people were getting sent, I didn't get sent it. But if you say, you know, all you have to do is open your phone and like 20 or 30 other people are getting Absolutely. Sent, sent it, so you're probably not getting a death threat targeted at you. But it's not like I'm going to stab you in your peach. It's yeah, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> your peach well, look that's out. kind of, I guess, what the end result was. But, <laughs> I mean, but like with marketing nowadays, you have to push boundaries, right? Otherwise, no one... You have to. It's, it's you all about attention. You need to push boundaries to catch people's attention. I have to say, as someone who, like, and you as well, you know, receiving packages and things, there has to be some sort of point of difference. And I don't mean yes. that from an ungrateful perspective at all, but it's, you know, PR is sent out because we are also offering that business yeah. a service. It's a job, like, you know. You're almost it. like a freight forwarder. You're, like, yeah. arbitraging Absolutely. attention. And yes. I've had experiences where brands will just send a singular, let's just say, round of cheese mm. in a satchel. No information. I'm like, who sent this cheese? Mm. Me mm. posting it on my story. What's different? No one's going to be interested. Mm. And I think in, in our, uh, what's the word? Like market or area of expertise, food, whatever, mm. right? It doesn't, it's not quick. If you want me to make a recipe with something, you're talking, yeah. and this is what I think people don't appreciate online, is you've got probably half an hour of planning, execution, shopping, editing, filming, all these things. Heaps. So if you're not putting effort into this product to make me excited to post about mm. it, yeah. it's kind of a failed marketing ploy. So I think with like the GGO stuff, it was quite cool because you're like, is this meant to be low budget? Who's sending this stuff? Yeah. Why is it just in a black bag? Mm. Like it creates that conversation. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And probably quite financially smart for them as well. It is. So but you have to be clever to make sure you're gets, standing out. It gets people wondering. It gets people's attentions. It's sort of, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Um, but obviously, a lot of people didn't. Um, I think I think the execution might have been a bit slow. If it was, and this is being like over overly critical, if that package showed up on a Monday and the next package showed up on a Tuesday, yeah. I think so you would have you would have held that yeah. you would have held that attention a lot more. And I think yeah. the hype wouldn't have been sitting there because you had this sort of like peak of attention. People were wondering for Almost a day. Almost a day even would have been and then, yeah. and then And then all of a sudden, everyone kind of forgot about it. And then a week and then, later. And then a week later, it was just like, ah, oh, that's right, the, the peaches from a week ago, that's what that made sense. But if it was like a day, bang, bang, and then bang, boom, one, the next two, day, three, you know, or... Constantly, because yeah, you're staying on like someone's stories constantly. A ton of peaches, and then the next day it was peach lollies, and then the next day was the final um, product. Product. Then, then <laughs> you, you know, it's, it's kind of boom, boom, boom. You know, like, I understand that. I 100% agree with you, but that's the difference between a, a massive company with a $10 million marketing budget Absolutely. and a small business totally. with one person to make it work. being like, what can we do to get yep. some excitement about this new product? Yeah. And we do exactly the same oh, with yeah. Pepper and Me because we could do marketing campaigns that are 20 times better. Mm. But at the end of the day, it's me yep. hassling Luke to yep. make, make some, some graphics, do thing, some stuff. Or like us sitting around a table, like last minute ideas, and we punch it out. Or we, don't, we, do? we don't have what these big campaigns. Like my friend uh, is the marketing manager for one of the biggest companies in New Zealand. And oh. so she's got oh, so she's got even a name job. She's got, like, yeah, can't even she's got twenty graphic designers working underneath. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just the scale that they plan these campaigns on yeah. is mind-boggling. And to I me. have to say, it's usually the biggest companies that are tightest with their money, especially oh. as a service provider or like an influencer or whatever. Mm, I have less flexibility with rates and stuff. Really? Yeah. They You'll get you some down. that are fine. I've yeah. worked with another supermarket that was pretty good. Um, <laughs> but some, uh, we're talking like an extra $100. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, out of budget. And I'm like, because I know you're hustling all these micro-influencers for free. Yeah. Like, you guys have money. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're spending probably $50,000 on this whole ad campaign that you've got on at the moment. Yeah. Well, no, I can imagine it's a lot more than $50,000, yeah. you know? Like, it's so interesting. Wild. The other thing I notice is that all they do is have meetings all day, like... <laughs> Corporate. Oh, oh yeah. there's just a lot of talking about talking and talking and talking and talking. And I'm like, oh gosh, gosh, we don't have time for that. We actually just have work to do. Trying to <laughs> when do I, we actually all play, play a role. It, yeah, irrelevant, really. But um, which is so funny though, because because the space or the person that we always feel that we need to hire is someone that can organise stuff, and for that person, all they would be doing is meeting with people and organising stuff. And organising stuff. <laughs> can I say, though, I feel like when I like have a meeting, it makes me feel real businesswoman. Oh. I'm like, yeah, going off to a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then when the really we're just sitting there and talking shit and having a coffee, and yes. I probably could have got the work done twice as quick. Yeah, yeah you probably could have fired a few emails and <laughs> had the same... A phone conversation. But yeah. no, I mean, I don't mind a meeting. Different strategies, I guess, and stuff. Yeah. Eh? Yep. It's just, it's just a different, it's just a different level. And I think influencer marketing used to be for small businesses because we were the Absolutely. ones who owned the Instagram market, mm. and that was what how we sold our goods. And now it's for the last two or three years, it's been big companies have come and swept everyone off their feet, and mm. now influencers are you know able to charge six thousand dollars a post or six thousand dollars for. A real. Um, mm. I wish it was almost more talked about too, standards of charging as well. You know, like because I think there's people who are overcharging, undercharging. That like, there's no conversation mm. too. So it's sometimes probably equally unfair for the business and the influencer mm. if there's all these different standards. Yeah. But then you're also getting different products and stuff from them. So it's a hard kind of. It's not a simple conversation. We're in such a weird area as well because we, as Pepper and me, almost want to pay people so we don't want people charging us more like if we were to be doing that and then we also want to be charging more because if Shree wants to be doing stuff she wants to charge as much as possible well that's absolutely you want to make the most of your time people want like oh well like seems to meet you do some reels with it and it works and because i'm doing them anyway but then they like oh but i want three written recipes and i want that and i want that i'm like that's literally an a entire dollars w- worth of work. More, more so than yeah. what people are quoting us for, to do a reel. So I've had two quotes from two, one food blogger influencer and one non-food who does a bit of cooking, and mm. they're both sitting at $6,000 for a reel uh, and $6,000 for a post. Can I ask how many followers they have? Uh, uh, we are looking window? at 220K for one, and the other one had around 80K followers. Holy yeah. she moly. Neither of the content was edited on a proper camera. Nor was it, prof- you know, prof- like it not that that really chill. matters, but yeah, no, it was just. I, 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 I think it's quality. A, I think Rhiannon makes way better TV quality videos, so it is relevant. Yeah, you're not no, no, but zooming in on your pan with your phone I and then pasting them together on, in the TikTok app. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, and that's the thing I think. Like I try to set myself apart. Is so I. Didn't have, I think up until November last year on Instagram, I only had like 9,000 followers. Like mm. I kind of cruised because at first I wasn't putting myself out there as mm. much, but mm. now obviously you have to. Yep. Like yeah. it's, you can't deny that putting yourself out there helps. Mm. And I had two reels go viral. Mm. And I got like another 10,000 followers. Yeah. So that has helped me yeah. in both a negative and a positive because frustratingly I'm like, I'm still producing a great product. Why do people not value it then purely because of the numbers? But I yep. value what I pitch myself out on is like you're getting high quality photos, video mm. and everything that you can repurpose any which way, how, you know, yeah. that we've discussed. Yeah. You're not just getting a one-time – what's the opposite of evergreen? 
you know, like yeah. a piece of content that's going to expire yeah. because yeah. it's got a person and their kid in it or, yeah. you know, like I, maybe I'm not wording that the best way, but I think there's a lot of value in you, – you, you're picking influencers for different things, let's just Pros, say. Pros and cons for lots of different Exactly. Ways Some people content. are utilising their audience. Some yep. people you do want to be able to use the content elsewhere, yep. things mm. like that. And everyone's so needs are so different. I wouldn't different. see you as an influencer. I would see you as a content creator. I know, but I feel like it's hard because I don't love the term influencer either. But content creator to me now sounds too generalised. Yeah, it does actually. And yeah. not to not to think in any way that I'm better than that, but it's trying to how do I differ my product and kind of put that point out that I do mm. actually produce a higher quality you're almost, product mm, than your... You're almost like a, a, a white-labeled content creator because content creator... I like, I am very moment. pale. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I mean, because in the yeah. in the industry, if you you know if it's something white label, you've you've taken yourself out of it as much as possible, so someone else can rebrand it as theirs. Mm. So yeah. you slap mm. you do a reel and you slap a pepper on me logo on it or whatever it is. Yeah, like all of a sudden it's it's exactly. done. Whereas if someone else is, as you say, it's not timeless. It's got things in it that mm. that associated back to that person, or and that could be a pro or a con. Absolutely. And as you say, you hire different people for different things and different products and markets and all that. And like my so, skill yeah. personally, I can produce videos like lots of people at the moment want user generated content, right? Like that is the mm. key thing. Mm. So it's looking like you've made it in your kitchen and all these things. But if a brand wants a higher quality product, so mm. I can edit all that stuff myself. Mm. But if someone wants me to shoot something on my phone, mm. I pay someone to edit that. Because mm. it's also looking at like what, you, what goal are you trying to mm. achieve mm. and what's your time best spent? Because that's mm. a learning curve too is going like it's not worth me spending eight hours learning how to use this video platform mm. to edit mm. when I can pay someone someone $30 an hour for an hour and then it's you know yeah interesting very interesting um that was a bit of a segue that's my brain though no that's that's probably a good good topic to cover today because we haven't talked much about it so I mean where do you see uh, talking about influencing if you're uh oh Oh. if you're dining at (laughs) home these days how about uh you roast in style in a new Kitco uh roaster dish um, phone for size Hashtag ad <laughs> um, Gorgeous colours and new roasting dishes being launched Check it out at kitco.co.nz And there is a special discount code for podcast followers uh, For the whole month of September Podcast 10 Thanks to our Kitco Cool Kitco.nz oh, awesome. They are beautiful They are very beautiful I'm into the purple Yes. Very much into the purple. And it's a good size. Huge. I reckon you could do a blooming potato bacon here and it would stay hot for like three hours. I was like, yeah. I think we're like, yeah, it's massive. You could do a potato bake. I was like, we can aim higher than that. <laughs> you could do a whole chicken easily. Yeah, you could do a wicked roasty in there, eh? Have your like veggies, your trivet yeah, veggies around Sunday it. Roast cook off. Little moussaka. Yeah. I like the depth. <clears throat> All right, it's well, good. we better go. I've got to go. And I've got to go to Italy, so see you on the flip <laughs> Sorry, side. I've got to go get on the plane. <laughs> yep. So thanks for joining us this season with Around the Dinner Table. Season. And this is our last Is this episode. the last one? Yep, the last one ever. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh my God, I feel even more special now. This is episode 25. 25 episodes in a season. That's pretty decent. Yeah. I could just pretend I'm 25 and it's a consonance. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's, um, it's been a good, good season. Yeah, we're going to have a little break. Maybe return in a month or so. Yeah. Cool. Anything to say? Anything special to say? In your pantry, do you put your cups <laughs> face up or down? Um, I do up. You I do thought up? you were directing yeah. that at me, like in Reese's pantry. I was like, wow, that's oh. direct. <laughs> oh, in your cupboard, whatever, up or down? Up. Yeah, up. But if they were out of the cupboard, See, I'm on a shelf upside down because I hate cleaning the dust I do, out of the I, wine glasses. I do mugs weirdly upside down and cups up. 
and I noticed this morning as I was putting the dishes away and I was like, is it oh, something I you can't we... stop now that you've started as well? Well, now I'm going to overthink it. You are. Mm. Totally. Mm. Anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast <laughs> and we'll catch you guys in uh, season two. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pepper and Me podcast, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're interested in any of the products that we're talking about, you'll find us at pepperandme.co.nz.